happening? What's happening? What's happening, man? This is Monday, February 19th. President's Day, man. A gloomy day in Chicago. It's another episode, man. My Two Cents with your boy. Y'all know what it is. Yeah, Will, Will Marshall, man. And I'm just I'm just chilling today, man. I had the day off. Um, I, ain't, I I didn't post. I didn't uh, record a podcast Friday. Had a lot of a lot going on. Um, I, I told myself that I was going to do something over the weekend. Um, but, you know, life, you know, life, life dealt me a hand that I had to handle and I didn't get a chance to do it. Um, but today, um, through all adversity, through all setbacks and, you know, um, things that, 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 that may come in between me doing this, um, I, I decided to do it anyway. You know what I'm saying? I got to keep pushing. I got to keep moving. So we here. Um, hope everybody enjoyed their weekend. Uh, I, I enjoyed mine. This was the post Valentine's Day weekend. This was the weekend where if you fucked up on Valentine's Day, you were supposed to go in and, 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 and make up for, uh, the things that you didn't do. And, uh, I, I, I honestly, uh, can say I tried, but it did not prevail. And, uh, <laughs> hey man, it's the thought that counts, man. Um, like I said, a lot of shit happened to me over the weekend. So, you know, I, I, I did a gesture to where, you know, you come home and, you come on before work, but you got you come on after work, but you got errands to run, and you hit your girl with the yeah, baby, be ready when I get back. I think I hit her a little too hard like that. She wasn't ready for that, and she ain't she wasn't ready. Like she was like, no, nah, my head not done. I'm not gonna be ready, and you know. And then I got back home. It was, it, I don't even want to get into all that, but I hope everybody else enjoyed their weekend. Uh, I enjoyed mine, uh, but you know, it is what it is, man. I'm not gonna touch your neck. I want to get into the All-Star Weekend, man. The All-Star Weekend. How y'all enjoy that, man? How y'all enjoy that 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 Fergie's <laughs> national anthem? Somebody somebody popped a uh a Addy or a motherfucking uh <laughs> a perk or something before that performance, man, cuz uh man, she was off the shits, wasn't she? Uh, that pro that was that that national anthem was probably right up there with um I want to say uh with Roseanne when she did that shit at the uh at the World Series. I think it's right up there with Roseanne, man. That was that was wicked, man. I I, I don't know what to say about that. What Charles Barkley said, Charles Barkley said, I need to I need a cigarette after that one. <laughs> it was pretty fucked up. Um, yeah, they could have let they could have let somebody else sing that. Um, but yeah, man, that that was bad. Uh, I seen a lot of people uh, getting that Kevin Hart. I gave Kevin Hart a hard time for doing his job, uh, and I don't think <laughs> the NBA players like the jokes either because a lot of them weren't laughing. Uh, the the one the best one to me <laughs> was the shit he said about Steph Curry having the worst barber in the NBA, <laughs> and I should be the last person to laugh because I'm bald. But <laughs> that was kind of funny. The shit he said about uh <laughs> James Harden was funny. The shit he said about LeBron was 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 hilarious. The fact that he couldn't pronounce uh Giannis Akatatumpo's uh, last name. I think he was being an asshole. I think he could pronounce it, but that, I think that was kind of wrong. He should have he should have practiced that. Um, but yeah, I didn't have a problem with Kevin Hart. It was kind of funny. Y'all know that Kevin Hart is just that loud, obnoxious ass, fresh ass nigga that's funny. You know what I'm saying? Even though you he was that nigga in high school, a little short, obnoxious, fly motherfucker. That you know, even though you hated him, you loved him because he was just a funny motherfucker, and that's just who Kevin Hart is, man. Big ups to Kevin Hart, and uh, 
and for in, in, in his job that he did at the All Star game, man. I'm still tripping off the shit that happened at the Super Bowl. I because I, I was watching the Super Bowl live and I actually seen when it happened when he was trying to get on stage and the security was like, "Nah, dog, you ain't getting up here." And Kevin was like, "Yo, you know what?" Like he was like, "Nah." But yeah, big ups to Kevin, man. Big ups to Kevin and his thing. I I ain't have a problem with it. I didn't have a problem with it. But I, I do want to get into the, the actual game, man, because the actual game was a little competitive, dog. Like, it was real competitive. I like what I seen from the bigs, you know, with them shooting and moving around like they've been moving. I think they, like they the next generation of bigs. I think that the league is getting ready to uh, make a switch from this small ball and go back to, like, the way they used to play back in the 90s when the big guys. You know what I'm saying? The way, you know, you see Duel O.B., the way he was moving. Uh, Carl Anthony Towns, the way he was shooting. And M.B. was shooting that motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, um, with, with, with him and marketing and Porzingis and, you know, all the other bigs that's, that's, that's formulating and coming together over the, uh, in, the, in the league, man, I, I think that, you know, when, when the 20s come, I think that the league going to take a turn, man. It's going to be more of a big man league. But uh, big up the team, LeBron, man, they came out. And and, and and came out with the W. It was a real interesting. Uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, competitive at the end, man. Like I re that that was dope. Another thing I uh I appreciated was uh, and before I get to that, I want to just get 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 back to the game, man. LeBron looked like he in, in rare form right now. I think that that trade. That trade to bring in Rodney Hood and and Clarkson and and and, uh, and Nance and, and, and Hill, like I think that trade is like a Chicago Bull esque trade to where, you know, Brian got a he got a squad to where niggas just gotta listen now. Before he had all the, all the, all these alpha males around and niggas had all his pride. Now he just got some niggas that just want to hoop. And I think that it's a resurgence for him because now he don't gotta feed niggas egos. He could just worry about himself. And built this team, man. So I'm I'm excited to see what LeBron do the second half, man. Uh, but I still think that the Celtics down the stretch when they meet up, if they meet up. But I, I'm hoping that they doing the Eastern Conference Finals. I think that that's gonna be interesting. I don't I, I don't want to count the uh, the Celtics out so so quick yet. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to count them out just yet. But I like the way the Cleveland Cavaliers look. I like the way LeBron looking right now, man. LeBron LeBron playing with, with with a chip on his shoulder. And I like that, man. Big up to all the Chicago niggas that was that was out in L.A., man. Uh, Bo King was out there. Of course, y'all know Ski Franchise was out there. A lot of, you know, guys from around the way was just out there kicking it, you know. Um, big ups to y'all, man. Everybody that was out there in motherfucking uh, L.A. doing their thing, uh, living life, living y'all best life now. Big ups to y'all, man. My thing with the All-Star Weekend is I like I see a lot of the guys. Like, y'all don't take y'all girls. And y'all be having some decent women, and y'all don't take y'all girls. But I understand because that's like y'all time. Like, why bring sand to the beach? I get that. But I don't know. But, and I don't want to be like no, on no uh, you know, dude that always be bashing the men trying to get the pussy. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to act like we ain't, I ain't even just say that. You know what I'm saying? If you don't want to take your girl to All-Star Weekend, don't take your girl to All-Star Weekend. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to start no trouble for nobody. But you know what I'm saying? I just noticed that a lot of guys, they just kick it with a whole bunch of niggas while they at All-Star Weekend. And they don't even go to the game. They just kicking it with, with niggas. And it's just like, all right, what the bitches? Like, I, I like... We would have to be like, all right, nigga, you bring your girl. I'm bring, like, but I understand because a lot of niggas be caked up all the time, and that's probably like they they time away. So I understand both sides. I understand both sides. But big ups to everybody that was kicking it out in All Star Weekend. It looked like a lot of fun. It looked like a real litty situation. Big ups to Quavo for winning that motherfucking uh, MVP. Man, he was out there hooping for real. You see how he beat Shorty shit? Like he killed her shit. He helped her up, but man, Quavo was hooping. 
Cable smoked a, uh, some a backwood and some cookies. Drunk him a motherfucking Red Bull. Went out there killing. Big ups to Quavo, man. Um, I want to get on the Black Panther joint, man. The Black Panther. A lot of, lot of, a lot of, con I don't want to say controversy. Just a real uh, interesting uh, first week, man. A lot of people was upset about uh, all the guy, all the uh, black people going to the show with, with all the spectacles with the African dashikis and, you know, wearing that coming to America outfits and, you know, a lot of some theaters had cookouts and African praise dances before the movie. Um, I honestly think my personal perception of this is that a lot of people were misinformed. I think a lot of people seen Black Panther without having any type of Marvel sense <laughs> and just took this shit and, and ran with it. And that's what I honestly believe. Um, and that's what the internet in 2018 will do. I personally did not get to see the movie. Um, and I feel bad. It's like, how the fuck are you doing a podcast, nigga? You ain't even go see Black Panther. I didn't see it yet. Sorry. Um, but from what I hear, it was a, a pretty decent movie. Um, I don't know what's the big fuss on how it's so empowering to black people when it was one black man fighting another black man. It's kind of of a, a, I guess a hidden message in it I don't know um, but my, the thing that really stood out to me was that Captain America had the Space Stone Thor had the Reality Stone the Guardians of the Galaxy had the Power Stone Doctor Strange had the Time Stone but the Soul Stone was not anywhere in the context of this movie for the Black Panther now if you know now if you know about the Marvel comics, all these stones are important to the whole, you know, shit of Marvel. And the I feel like the fact that they did not have uh that they didn't have that they didn't have the the um the soul stone for the Black Panther, it's either one they're going to do a um they're going to do a uh another uh a part 2 a sequel. Or two, they trying to send a hit message, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, y'all so lost in this shit, y'all missed the biggest, the, the big thing, the big, the big point, the big moral of the story. Where was the soul stone? You know what I'm saying? So hopefully there's a, a, a second, a sequel coming for this. I don't know. But that, that was missing, man. And there was no storm either. You know, and a lot of people saying, well, you know, Fox owns storm, you know, but. You know, I, I ran into Black Panther when he was fucking with Storm. That's how I got to know him. You know what I'm saying? And, and I felt like having Storm in there and the Soul Stone, it just would have gave us a little bit more um, fluidness and importance to me, you know. And, and that's just my take from it. I don't want to take away from the movie because I haven't seen it. But, to, you know, I, you know, you do your research and you hear things through Twitter and Facebook and things like that. And, 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 and those things kind of, you know, alarm me. But I, I, I am going to check it out sometime this week. Probably hit them up on $5 Tuesday, $5 Thursday or something. You know what I'm saying? Where I could take everybody and everybody be happy. You know what I'm saying? And, and it won't hit me that hard. And no, I am not rich. I am not a baller. I am not on credit cards. I have no CPN. No. I I am a regular everyday nigga trying to make a dollar out of court. Yeah, why do I say I don't know why I said that? But hey, it is what it is, my nigga. I'm a I'm a real nigga. I want to get on the Kanika Jenkins battle, the battle, the battle line that uh that the young man said. Um, and this is this happens in battle rap. Um, I, I was the apology sincere? I don't know. I don't think that he would have apologized if he didn't get the backlash he received from uh, Chicagoans.
Like we real sensitive when, about shit like that. But we're the same people that uh, rap about smoking up another uh, person that died. Uh, you know, and so it's kind of condescending. It's kind of a contradiction um, when we pick and choose how we do things and when we do things and who can do things. But at the end of the day, he did apologize. I don't know how sincere the apology was, but, you know, the, was it offensive or, or are we going to say it's just bars? Me personally, I could understand both sides. It's just the, like, but when you're in that arena, it's just bars, man. We we we, we got to understand the context of it, how mainstream that was, and, and sometimes like it happens. Like people use all type of metaphors for all type of fucked up things. You know what I'm saying? Um, and so we just got to be aware of that, and we can't be so sensitive to it. But that's a Chicago for you. That 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 is Chicago for you. Um, and that and, and that's just what it is. I think it was just bars. He apologized, so you know he should be all right, man. He should be all right. Um, one of one of the interesting things I ran into this week was uh, a couple of days ago. Actually, was the YFN Lucy and uh, Regine. They was they they got caught linked up together. Regine, for her sake, was trying to cover her face. YFN Lucy. Um, was just all in the camera smiling and shit. Uh, I, I don't, I think, why, how old is wife and Luce? Like 29, 27 or something? And, uh, originally, like, how old? 18, 19? That's a big age difference. Um, but just out of respect, like, like when you were a rapper, you were in a fraternity. Like, how disrespectful is it for YFF, YFN Lucy to fuck with Regine without the blessing of Lil Wayne. Because obviously the blessing ain't out there if Regine hiding her face. Regine hiding her face, she know Wayne gonna go in. Gonna go, go, go ballistic. Wayne probably told her, you better not be out here fucking with none of these rap niggas. You know what I'm saying? And like, she probably just was like, okay, dad, but you know what I'm saying? She probably did it anyway. And then she got caught, so she trying to hide her face. And she don't know what to do. And Lucy, he just in that motherfucker smiling and shit. But how disrespectful is that? Is that against the code? Like, you know, to fuck with another nigga's sister, another nigga that, 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 you know what I'm saying? Like, he, he one of the kings in this rap shit. You a new nigga trying to, you know, make a name for yourself. Is that disrespectful? I, me, myself, personally, I, if, in that position, that Lucy in, I wouldn't fuck a Regine without the blessing of Wayne if it's that deep. You know what I'm saying? Without the blessing of Wayne if, if, if it's that deep. You know what I'm saying? But to each his own. Like, everybody different. And is the age different a, a, a real big issue? Like, because me, I'm 30. I'm 30 years old. And I, I, I've been talking to some of my friends. And at 30, man, I wouldn't mind having a nice little 20-year-old. <laughs> you know, a nice little, you know. And I ain't trying to be creepy. It's just, it's real. Like, every woman at my job... Like, uh, I know a, a woman is 30. I ain't going to say no names. A woman is 32. I asked, how old is your husband? She was like 40. I'm like, what? That's another lady. She was like 31. I said, how old is your husband? She's like 42. So this is real shit that happens. And then let's not forget, nigga, when we was in grammar school, I know my niggas know. Uh, let's, not, let's not forget the female. Uh, like, when we was in eighth grade, these, these, these females, it was fucking with grown niggas. Like, niggas with cribs and niggas that had cars that could get their nails done, buying them shit and shit. Like, let's be real. So, did, is this age group shit? Is this age different shit? Is it really, like, a big deal? Like, on some real shit? Like, how creepy is it? I feel like it's just about the intentions. Like, if you're 30 and you finna fuck with a 20-year-old, 
like a 20 year old will fuck with this 20 year old and you wasting her time and you your creep ass need to sit down but if you 30 and she 20 and you trying to help her you know you you, you showing her another side of life you know what i'm saying like you maturing her quicker you you, you putting on game you helping her with her credit you helping her make moves that's different that's a big that's a it's a, it's a difference and, that, and, that, and that's why i feel like you know, the age different lies. It just depends on your intentions, man. It depends on your intentions. And fathers, how, how do you feel? Because it can't happen. As a father, your 18, 19-year-old daughter tells you, yo, I met this man and, I, and I'm in, I love him and I think I want to be with him. And you're like, oh, okay, I want to meet this nigga. How old is he? Yo, he's 29. How do you feel about that as a father? Like me, myself, personally, I'm a, like, yo, I'm going to want to meet him because like, if my daughter really, like, feeling some type of way she feel his vibe about this guy i want to meet this nigga and i'm gonna be like yo straight up like this is exactly how i'm gonna ask him what the fuck you want with my daughter and depending on what he says i tell my daughter look i don't respect this i talk to him i don't feel like he the guy for you i don't feel like his intentions are right for you and i, I don't feel like you should do this and this is where it gets tricky it, it's up to me as a father to cut my daughter off and say yo if you mess with him after i tell you not to i can't fuck with you no more and not that i can't fuck with you no more but you know you're on your own with certain shit because now you're you, you're going against my judgment because i already told you not to rock with this dude and you chose to do it anyway and so now it's like you know, where do you stand as a father? It's a very interesting subject. And I would, man, I wish I had some listeners <laughs> that could call in or something and be like, and give me some feedback. But hopefully, you know, in, in some way, shape or form, we could bring this back up and I could get some feedback, man. But but this this is deep. How, how would y'all handle that situation? Your 18-year-old daughter tells you she met this 27, 28, 29-year-old, whatever, and, and she want to deal with him on a, on a, on a, on a, on a like she really want to date this guy. How y'all deal with that, man? I wonder how Wayne gonna take it. And is Regine is Regine wrong for like putting her father out there like that? And I respect one thing I respect for Regine is that she was trying to hide her face out of respect for her father because I know she loved her daddy. I know she loved that man. And, and out of respect for her father, she hid her face the best as best as she could. You know what I'm saying? But Lucy, I like I believe Lucy, you should have like rolled the window up and like drove off or something, man. Just out of respect for Wayne, gee, that was love. It's a little disrespectful. You could have been at least a little more discreet with the show. I would have rolled the window up and, you know, skirted off to where you would be like, was she with Lucy? Was that Regine? And you, it'll just be speculation and not, you know what I'm saying? But I don't know. Ho hopefully, I I'm pretty sure Wayne had made the call. <laughs> Hit up uh, YFN, young fly nigga. And, uh, and um, yeah, and, and, and seeing what was what. I'm pretty sure that, uh, I'm pretty sure that they linked and talked at some point today um or yesterday whenever this happened but uh yeah man that's a real interesting subject real interesting subject i want to get on that that shooting that happened out in florida man uh my prayers go out to the victims or uh, the parents um the friends that, that that may uh suffer and go through trauma because of this issue but i want to touch on how white america always tries to paint a different picture when it comes to their victims when they do wrong to put out there that he's suffering from whatever he's suffering from they said his mother died and he's suffering from depression and he's you know he's bipolar and things like that and like does that still make it right to go shoot 17 people at your local high school are we going to pacify that because of that because I don't, I don't think that that's that's right. I don't think that that's 
but it's especially when like and i get my my paper my my my, my daily newspaper in my city and the biggest pit the, the the front page is an alleged black man that supposedly shot an off-duty cop and then you got this little story on the side of this white boy who shot 17 and shot killed 17 kids at his local high school but that but you want to put the alleged guy and I, i'm gonna talk about this i don't think that that black man did that shit i think that that this a whole front this a whole front i don't think that black man got nothing to do with none of this shit on some real shit, like i i like this, like on some real shit, what I think happened, I think it's some some real CSI, uh, law and order type shit happened. You know, the, the police be getting into it with each other, like on some shit. Uh, that's what I think happened. I I just don't see a black man downtown shooting off duty police officer. I, not that I just don't. You know what I'm saying? Like if I would have seen Ghost uh, St. Patrick in the paper doing some shit like that, then yeah, he did that shit. But nigga, he, he ain't do that shit, bro. <laughs> Like they trying to cover some shit up, but that's some other shit. But I, I really want to. Un- I don't understand that. Like everything that they do. Like look at how they did Colin Kaepernick. They try to they, look how they did Colin Kaepernick, and when nobody get him a job, but white America jump on Menzel's side and say, "Oh, Johnny Menzel's suffering from bipolar," and and pre- we know that. But y'all not like, come on, man. Like it, it's just a double standard with a lot of shit, man. A real double standard, man, and and I want to know why why black kids don't shoot up schools. And before I get to that, there was twenty one warning calls, twenty one warning calls to the uh, I think the, I don't know if it was the FBI or was it the uh, the local police department, and it just went unknown. I, I bet dude like planned to do this shit like hella times and he just didn't have the balls to do it. And he just just just, just popped that right pill and was like, fuck it, we do we on that shit today. Like I like this motherfucker would, would call the police station like, I'm getting ready to shoot up the fucking school. <laughs> where are you right now? It don't matter where I'm at, I'm getting ready to shoot up the fucking school. And they, he called did that 20, 21 times. Getting ready to, today is the day I'm getting ready to shoot up the fucking school. And he did that twenty one times. They just ignored that shit. Ain't try to get a location on this motherfucker or nothing. He did twenty one today. I'm getting ready to kill every motherfucker in my school. And he did that shit twenty one times until he finally did it. You notice when these white victims get on the uh, on the joint that they face be clear as shit. Like why they don't be fucking them up? Like they fuck us up when they catch us. They fuck us up. Like real shit. But like like I said, man, I hate hitting on race because I get real passionate. But man, I wonder why black kids don't shoot. We don't shoot up schools, but we we'll shoot up each other on some other shit. But we don't like go to our school and like shoot that motherfucker up. Like I like we ain't that crazy. I think I think that it's more of a. Uh, I don't know. Like, that's a real question. Good question. I think it's more of a tribal institutional thing with us. Like, it's, like, like that's like our place to like build and like you know. It's, I think our black kids actually enjoy school a little bit more because they don't like home. And then I think that the white kids they just going through some other shit. And I think black people we need to be more sensitive to the white people and what they go through because they be fucked up. They be shooting up schools and shit. So we need to get to the bottom of why the fuck they be shooting up schools. But I just need to hear out there. You know what I'm saying? I pray for the victims. But I, I, that's good. the great question is why don't black kids shoot up schools? Like, I've never heard of a black kid going up to a CPS school and just going off and just shooting up everybody. It don't happen. 
It don't. Um, I want to get into the Nipsey Hustle review, man. I man, G, the Nipsey Hustle that that that, mer- that uh, victory lap joint. That shit was. That shit was was probably one of the better rap albums I heard this year, if not the best. Um, and I know it's, it's it's early, it's early, and he but he really dropped like for you to have. Uh, the, you know the intro was hard. Young niggas hustle and motivate. Uh, million, million. Uh, why you young? Real big. Double up. Uh, dedication. Blue laces two. Status simple three. Ba- loaded bases. Right hand. Right hand. A guy like you got. Yeah, eleven songs that I enjoy. Like I, eleven songs that I truly enjoyed out of sixteen. Like, like that's a like that's an amazing record. You know what I'm saying? That was an awesome. And like it, 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 it was just a dope mix. I mean, a dope album. This was an album, man. But the song that I really enjoyed was Status Simple Three. Like that's just because I'm a solo. I'm always solo. I'm a solo nigga, man. And 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 and, and I enjoyed that song. Uh, I enjoyed uh, Blue Laces too. Young niggas was dope. I think anything Diddy got his hand in, um, it, it, it always turned to gold in some type of way. Um, especially like when he like work with people with with certain songs and shit. Like I wouldn't let Diddy do a whole album, but I'll let him like. You know, do a song or two. You know what I'm saying? Like Diddy's a, an incredible executive producer. Like I, I fucks with Diddy. Um, he like he gets elements out of artists. You know what I'm saying? And 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 like I fucks with Diddy and his executive producing. Um, million why you young man? Like this is like all like he had 11 songs that I like out of 16. You can't really um you can't really complain. Like I think Nipsey set the standards. He he raised the bar this year with uh. With this victory lap joint, and it kind of—I don't want to toot my own horn, but it kind of reminds me of what I'm doing. It, it kind of reminds me of Acre Diamonds and and, and everything, and and his and his content. Like as far like that Nipsey's on a whole nother level than me. I'm not comparing myself to Nipsey in no way, shape, or form, but I'm still telling my story and, and my triumphs in my life. You know what I'm saying? Because every, like you know, you gotta acknowledge small accomplishments. You know what I'm saying? And um. I just, I like, man, I could honestly say, like, you know, I, I could, there is some type, there is some similarities with my upcoming tape and, and there's Nipsey Hustle. So if you have not heard Victory Lap, uh, Nipsey Hustle new shit, go check it out, man. Go check it out. It's everywhere. Go fuck with it. I want to touch on an WNBA player um made a uh, a statement she she said pay us like you pay the men i don't want to get paid more overseas i want to get paid in my own country uh that that came from angel mccarty i don't know i think she played for the liberty angel mccarty uh came from mccarty i think that's her name but gee, I, I don't think that we should pay the women more or pay them as much they don't put up the numbers like the men do like they don't dunk <laughs> Like, maybe we should raise it a little bit. Like, I don't know. But, like, if y'all want to get paid like that, y'all got to, like, y'all got to, like, go crazy. Like, y'all got to, like, y'all got to get somebody that's putting up, like, 89 a game or something crazy. Like, y'all all got to be putting up, like, shorty. Like, you got to have one female putting up, like, 56 and the other one putting up 78. Like, y'all got to put up some record-breaking numbers. Then y'all will get paid. But, you know what I'm saying? Y'all got to, y'all women. And I don't want to say it like that, but it's like, come on, man. Y'all can't. Hey, maybe we can pay him a little bit more. But we got to think about 
merchandise selling, tickets, the arenas, the co like all that shit playing in the playing the effect. And I don't think y'all numbers like as far as watching like T V ratings and, you know, even um aver like I don't wanna say advertisements, but uh merchandise. I don't think y'all sell as much as the men do. You know what I'm saying? And so I, I just feel like it's Y'all got to really evolve y'all game. Y'all got to have like a, a raw-ass center that's booming like four or five times a night. She putting up 50 a night, and then y'all got to have this raw-ass guard that's just breaking head about and bitch ankles just fucking bitches up, like, you know, scoring like 60 a game, like on some Kobe shit. Like, I don't know. Y'all got to innovate that game before y'all want to get paid more than the men or get paid just as much as the men. So, Andrew, I do not agree with you. I think that, you know, Y'all should be happy. And if it did take to go overseas, go overseas, man. Boycott. You know, I don't, but as far as the men, like, like y'all numbers, you got to, like, the strength is in numbers, B. Y'all got to get y'all numbers right. Another thing we got to get into. I know everybody has heard guys playing, has seen the amazing video, um, and, and, you know, Drake giving out all that money to all the families and you know buying groceries and things like that but do you think that i, I feel like he's taking a chance ploy like he's like let me be real nice and donate chance which because when chance donates everybody loves chance and so let me try to donate and see how much the people love me because i've seen people turn like people killed this guy's plan song like they trashed it but once the video came out now everybody like oh man i'll fuck with the guy's plan like wow nigga you just did not fuck with god's plan you said it was trash now you fucking with it you know what i'm saying like but but do you think that this is a, a, a like a marketing like of course it's a marketing scheme but like you think he bit chance with the philanthropy with the philanthropy act i don't know man like maybe Drake just just on some generous shit. Like who knows? But I like I think that was dope. At this point in my life, I could I could use Drake pulling up on me and, and giving me a stack of money. Like pull up over here, Drake, bumping God's plan and just God, man, just don't <laughs> let me stop playing. But I want to um hit a real touchy subject, man. God's plan, and I I I want I know. That my Chicagoans, my, my 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 people from Chicago that's listening, I know that y'all are familiar with Bandman Kevo and his baller and me track that he put out, I want to say about three years ago. And it was a big song out here. Um I, man, I wanna I, I, I've heard some similarities, man. Somebody brought that to my attention. And I had to go back and listen. And after I listen to God's plan, and then I go back and listen to Baller and me, there's some similar. <laughs> there's a lot of similarities. Now, I can say this. Drake switched up the content a lot. He switched up the melody, and he speeded up. He sped up that beat. He sped up that beat. It's still, if, you listen, if you got an if in music, you can hear it. If you go listen to Baller and me, it didn't go listen to God's plan. There's a lot of similarities in there. There's a lot of similarities in there. And um I think Drake is probably the best at digging through music and finding influences that he can use mainstream that people like us, like the music connoisseurs like myself and, and others that can catch on to these things may see, but our voice is so low. 
the upper echelon is not going to hear that. So God's plan is still going to do what it's going to do. But it's still out there like, yo, did he really dig in the crates, come up with this? Yo, this Batman Kevo, this is one of the next dudes up. He locked up right now. Like, I honestly think he did. You know what I'm saying? I think Drake is, has that much. I think he loves music that much to where he has the, he makes the time to dig through crates. Like, I'm, I'm thinking like he's like, all right, I want to pull up every uh, dope Chicago artist. <clears throat> all of them. I don't care if they signed or not. Like, just, just pull up Chicago artists so I can hear the influence, so I can hear the lingo. I want to hear every dope uh, L.A. artist, every dope Miami artist. Pull them up. Every dope New York artist, every dope Texas artist. I And I believe Drake does this, and he, that's when he comes up with these things, and um, and that's when he's able to link up with God, like that, that the, the little track he did with Memphis. Uh, and me the, the song he did in Tennessee, for those young guys, um, like, like that's how he does it. Like he 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 really studies music, and he goes through uh, different cities, top artists, or just the artist. Period. And but needless to say, God's playing and balling with me, man. Big us to Batman, Kevo for influencing Drake. It's it's a, it's a lot of similarities in that song. A lot of similarities. A lot. But. But I want to end this because uh, I'm 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 pretty much done, man. I want to end this with uh, a quote. It's the quote of the day, and this is this comes from from Chris Rock. He said, "Only women, children, dogs. Only women, children, and dogs are loved unconditionally. A man is only loved under the condition he provides." How true is that, man? Fellas, how true is that? Ladies, how true is that? I believe it is absolutely true. If a man, even when, because I, I, I feel that he, when I, when I am providing, and then they expect more, or, you know what I'm saying? And they, like, and, and you feel that pressure, and you, and you feel that, that you get that backlash. So as a man that does not provide, I've been in both, you know what I'm saying? Both spots where I am providing and it's not enough. And then when, you're not providing it's like it's like it's it's wicked you know what i'm saying because it's like nothing you do is ever enough but yet when you're not providing it's just the worst it's like when you provide you get you got to deal with insecurities and you got to deal with you know um like constantly uh asserting yourself as as her being the only one and then when you're out when you off, like let's say you 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 are on unemployment, you looking for a job, whatever it happens, don't like that's it, it's life. Like they they feel a need that they could just talk shit to you, or they could just say whatever they want to say to you because they know you down and you can't really move how you want to move. But maybe that's just me. I don't know. But I just feel as though, you know what I'm saying? Like there, like under under certain circumstances, a man is not loved unless he provides, man. Unless he bringing something to the table, it's, it's a very conditional thing, and. I, I believe that, yo, if a man is not a, 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 in a position to provide for a woman in 2018, yo, bro, sit your ass down somewhere. Like, really, like, on some real shit. There ain't nothing wrong with staying to yourself, working out, getting your wardrobe together, asserting yourself as a man, start saving some money. Like, you know, just, just work on yourself. So then once you work on yourself and you you, you you got some shit going on for you, then that right one will come and then you're able to help her out. And then maybe, you know, not maybe, but then y'all able to work together and things will be able to flow different. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you can't provide for these women in, in 2018, just leave them the fuck alone. Yeah, we getting older, dog.
You know what I'm saying? Like I said, a lot of these women, they start, they dating older guys because these guys can take care of them. These guys are, um, they do stuff for them. So, you know, we we got to put ourselves in position to 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 really take care of these women and, and our and and our kids, man. Like, you know, we we really gotta 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 get in that position and and not settle. Like, ladies, stop settling for these niggas, b. And and, and us men too. Like, we settle. Like, just cause a woman. Like it's not like she might not be a bad person, but you know she ain't good for you. You know it's a certain shit that that she doing. You know it ain't good for you, G. Just cause she did shit for you, that don't mean you stay with her. And I not like same thing for women. Just cause of a man like pays your bills, but he treats you like shit. Like you know what I'm saying? He may be a provider, but he cheats on you and treats you like shit. That don't mean stay with him. Like know your worth. Like get the fuck out of that. Go hurt for a minute. Go through the pain. Get get knocked on your ass, get back up, and and, and 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 know your worth, man. Like don't just settle because a motherfucker could take care of you. That's whack, b. Like I know a lot of women, like like man, I just stay with a nigga just out the strength. Of, oh yeah, he pays all the bills, and you know he pays my car note and my cell phone bill, and he bought me some red bottoms for Christmas. So, you know, I guess we'll work it out. Like what are you talking? He cheats on you. He cheats on you. He cheats on you. <laughs> Like okay, work it out. But he cheats on you. But if, like I said, knowing your worth. If that's your worth, then hey, I mean, you know, only you know your worth. Only you could determine that. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, yeah, that 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 that's that's pretty much it for me. I want to wish um my niece, no, not my niece, my cousin Chantel Harris, a happy birthday. Yesterday was her birthday. Um, I also want to wish my cousin Sugar Boo. Derica, my 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 baby little cousin, she she my grown baby little cousin. She'll fuck one of you hoes up, and vice versa for one of you niggas. If you ever get down to it, I man, I, I bust a nigga head for my cousin. Happy birthday to her. She she trying to think how old she turned. She turned twenty seven, and yeah, she getting old, man. So uh yeah, happy birthday to y'all, man. I love y'all. No, I ain't I wasn't able to make it to the festivities, but I was I, I had some technical difficulties, literally technical but um yeah that's it man hope y'all enjoyed y'all weekend um i'm gonna be doing this to i'm gonna I'm I'm try to do something tomorrow uh matter of fact i am gonna do it i'm gonna I'm I'm do something tomorrow tomorrow it, it might be a little shorter and it may be a little cleaner it may be like a pg version um so just yeah it might be a little more um you know clean and without the cursing and stuff uh, but yeah, man. Uh, that's pretty much it, man. I'm gone. Hope y'all enjoy y'all week. Hope everybody enjoyed their weekend. Positive vibes only. And man, get to this money, man. Get to the money all week. Get to the money. Get to the money, man. Love, happiness, and money. Cause because we need money to survive. And at this point, I'm just talking because I love doing this. You know, I, I realize that this is what I love to do. I love to do this. And wherever wherever this takes me is where it's gonna take me. But this, I love doing this, man. I always wanted to do this. Ever since I was a, a kid, you know what I'm saying. Ever since I had the tape deck and the alarm clock, and I had my headphones and the alarm clock, and I had my tape deck, and I had the the boombox, and I be listening to what was going on on the radio while I'm recording myself on the on the boombox. And then once I know what song was coming on, I was able to, you know what I'm saying, feed from what they was talking about, and you know. 
played a song, and I had my own little radio station back then. But y'all enjoy y'all weekend, man. Y'all enjoy the rest of y'all week. 